the Kate Daly Show coin. Please get your replica coin. There's only two weeks left, guys, and they're gone and forever. And I just wanted to make sure that you had the chance to get one. This is a beautiful coin modeled after Lady Liberty with the stars around her. First coin ever minted in the United States. It's marked up to $99 because it's a fundraiser for the show. We've never done a fundraiser for the show. This is amazing. We could have done shirts and hats, but we wanted something that put money back in your pocket, especially right now when you should be buying precious metals. This is real silver. It's a silver round, puts 30 to 40 bucks back in your pocket. Silver and gold are just going up. So I, I'm asking, this is an ask, Never done this in 12 years, but we really need you uh, to uh, get the remainder of these uh, coins. They're so beautiful, these replica coins. You can go um, to my studio and get them for cash or check. And uh, right here at Canyon Media Studios in Utah. Or you can buy one online right now, katedallyradio.com. And you can purchase those and they'll ship them off right away. Please get your replica uh, coin. Your Kate Daly Show collector's coin comes in a beautiful case. Thank you masculinity because when stuff hits the fan no one looks around for a feminist the kate daly show starts now well i thank you so much uh gabby for that that question um and uh my preferred pronouns are he him and his uh so so thank you for sharing yours with me um that That's our governor with his pronouns. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, um, that bill 16, um, the transgender bill, I think it actually, uh, I think it stops uh, the parents from giving that to their youth, right? Yeah. Um, th- that passed, that went through. And uh, uh, that's good. I mean, I, I'm always leery of bills because there's always a fallout. There's always a, a portion in there that, it, but on that, okay, good, 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 I guess. And uh, I'm glad. I mean, I, youth should not, because their parents are screwed up, should not be subjected to mutilation. I mean, I would go with that, right? Any day yeah, of the absolutely. week. Twice on Sunday. Um, anyway, uh, so pronoun Cox. Um, I can't believe the governor addresses himself in pronouns. <laughs> That's a little weird. Bizarre, right? You have to you have to admit. That's a little weird. Welcome to the show, by the way. Yeah. We think it's weird. I think it's weird. No, we. That's yeah. my pronoun. Do <laughs> you want me to call you we now? <laughs> well, maybe not. Well, I mean, he did declare it maternal mental health month. What is maternal mental health month? I'm just curious because, you know, he designates a whole month to something that's Well, yeah, because most women, Uh when they have a baby, go nuts. Really? I didn't go nuts. Well, that's what they're saying. Oh. Your wife didn't go crazy, right? No. Oh. No. Oh. Okay. Um, Well, that makes two of us in the room with five births and none of us went crazy. Yeah. Hmm. You know, who knows? Yeah, it's a low percentage, I would imagine. I'm sure it is. With severe, severe mental health. And it's usually people that had some mental health issues prior to having the baby. So exasperated it, right? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, um, hmm, that's interesting. So so I I was looking up 
severe postpartum, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you want to know these things. When when the pronoun governor declares a month regarding mental health for whatever reason, I want to know why. So I looked into that because he's convinced that women go nuts. Basically, it must be a majority of us, I'm guessing. Right. So otherwise, why would you declare an entire month to that? He never does a month to the Constitution or a month to, you know, uh, to principles or anything like that. But he picks a a month for a certain entity. So I want to know how big that entity is. And I think he thinks it's large, much bigger. But when you look it up, if you look up severe postpartum, it actually just says, they don't, they don't want to declare what severe postpartum is because he's talking about mental health, meaning, you know, suicide, yeah, things like this, okay. right? So what they do is they say, well, mood disorder, a very blanket general, I get, you know, you get weepy once in a while, like, ooh, you know, your emotions are on high alert, mood, general mood disorder, and that's still down to 10 to 15%. Yeah. You know, that's interesting, that, yeah. that, that fact, because... I suffer mood disorder every time I read these freaking headlines. I, <laughs> it's, it, you know, yeah, it gets you. crazier I'm by the you. second. Todd yeah. Weiler, oh. Republican oh, of Woods he's Cross. so gross. Anyway. He's, he's going to fix the air Is in he? Salt Lake City. Single-handedly. $25 million in oh. funding. So that for one year, public transit will be free. Oh, I'll bet. And that yeah. will make more people use mm-hmm. public transportation, mm-hmm. and the benefit will be cleaner air. And, of course, once you get them to try it, they'll, they'll get it hooked right away. It's Sell such a their phenomenal cars. Experience. <laughs> and, and he said, so great. the only way we're going mm. to manage future growth through yeah. my district mm-hmm. is to get more people to ride the train. Right. Yeah. This is a Republican. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know. Him, McKay, Thatcher, who am I, Corey, who am I forgetting? There's like a group of like 20 of them that are horrible. They're horrible. And anything that screams like New World Order, they're on, they're jumping on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're jumping on. The new flag, oh. the, yeah, the flag that looks like Yemen's flag, the flag, and then also this kind of stuff, right? Um, facial recognition, um, anything that hands us over to the feds, anything that encourages New World Order, just like pronoun Cox, that's why he does it, um, are these people that we have in the Senate. The state senators are worse than the House. And I thought the House was bad. I thought the House was the worst. There's a few people in the House that are trying. But the state senators, I can't. Can you think of one that's decent? I no. can't think of one. I mean, we have we have one here in Cedar City that's bought by Pharma pretty much. Um, and uh, allegedly. And um, we also have this one down here, Ibsen, who loves red flag, wants to take your second, second, fourth, fifth amendments away from you. So we have we have a huge problem in the Senate, and uh, and the Senate weren't it wasn't it the Senate primarily that was behind the whole let's get rid of Dixie. Mm, pretty sure, pretty much, pretty sure. Anyway, I just wanted to let people know that uh, the transgender thing uh, went through, and you know, saying that the youth. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, saying the youth can't do that. Um, so that's good. And I'm, I'm, I know that uh, Cox wasn't a fan of that bill. 
right? I don't think he was a fan, but I think he has to be in the public scope just to be able to get reelected, right? Um, of course, you know, last time, who knows how much voter fraud got him and Didi in because of the fact that um, the numbers were so screwy. 250,000 votes were off. Um, and um, then he sent the ballot boxes down to Maricopa County to be destroyed in 24 hours. So it's kind of hard to know if he actually was elected. I actually think there was more support for Greg Hughes uh, to be governor than there ever was uh, Spencer Cox. Um, Okay, so there was also there's also a piece of uh, like a what is it called a uh, resolution um, a resolution to basically say to you that remember Mike Brown wearing the T-shirt and Dan mm-hmm. McKay threw him mm-hmm. out and had him arrested yeah on site and he had to go to court the whole nine yards but he had a T-shirt on a We the People T-shirt okay yeah but he was guilty of using his First Amendment rights that's true he was guilty of that so Dan McKay Senate State Senator awful 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 Dan McKay threw him out. I can't stand Dan McKay, um, if you can tell. He's also the one that did the, I'm so pro-life, but my bill hinges on Roe versus Wade being overturned. Oh, what courage. Oh, yeah. what courage. Mm-hmm. Oh, give me a break. Anyway, he does it for he does it for the headline so he can get reelected. So I think he's schmucky. But anyway, um, he threw Mike Brown out. Well, there's, a, uh, there's two different resolutions basically saying the same thing that they're trying to pass right now. Chelsea Hope and Mike Brown were there up in session to try to um, to, to kind of look and see what they were going to do with this. And basically what they're saying is, you better shut up. You just better shut up. OK, you want to come to their meetings. You want to look at what your representatives are doing to you. Well, you are no longer able to cheer, clap make a noise. You better be silent. You better, you better, you know, duct tape your mouth because no uh, loud noises. You can't stand. You can't wave. You can't yell. You can't cheer. You can't whistle. You can't clap. No food or drink, no musical instruments. I don't know the last time everybody brought a piano with them to the legislative session. Do you remember that? I don't Uh, remember that, but they try to stick these things in to make it look like they're covering more ground, see? But it, what they're really after is you just shutting up. Yeah. It actually was probably mm-hmm. that time I took a kazoo in. <laughs> did you? Did you take a kazoo? <laughs> did you uh, play God Bless America? They probably didn't like that. No, uh, I, it was kind of sounding a lot more like cow flatulence. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> um, anyway, um, nothing that requires excessive cleanup. I don't remember anybody requiring excessive cleanup. Um, you, uh, you can't... Uh, well, you can't do anything. You have to sit, be silent, not allowed to be encouraged by anything that's being said. They don't want to hear from you. They are just your representatives that you elected and you pay their bills, but they don't want to hear from you. So if you would just be silent and shut the heck up, they would really appreciate that. Um, and then if you don't, the Utah Highway Patrol is then dedicated to uh, bring you out in handcuffs. Why the Utah Highway Patrol, Milty? The Utah Highway Patrol happens to be the equivalent of the state police. Mm-hmm. According to their website, they have the functional equivalent of a state police force for the state of Utah. Its sworn members, known as troopers, are certified law enforcement officers with statewide jurisdiction. So they can be called anywhere. 
Yep. And this all changed in 1993 legislative session. They added this Highway Patrol Act to switch them into they can do anything, anywhere, anytime as they are the state basically the state Stasi, if you look at it that way. Right. They're very very much employed to be run by the state. They get to do everything at the state's behest, right? Yeah, and it's so deceptive because mm-hmm. when they did that legislation, they should have changed their name to the Utah State Police. They really should have. But they didn't. No. They left it. Highway, highway Patrol. Patrol. So that you just think it's the highways. Yeah, it's not just the Highway Patrol. Yeah, it was so deceptive. This was back in the Clinton era, um, 93, 1993. And uh, gosh, I cannot remember who was governor back then of Utah. Anyway, the Highway Patrol Act sailed through. And uh, I don't know if people are very ignorant, kind of lame, you know, in these jobs as legislators and um, state senators. They're not very, I'm sorry, but they're just not that bright sometimes, uh, all the time. And uh, they, um, they might not have realized what they were doing. I don't know. Maybe some of them did, but that's our problem is they don't read and analyze the bills to find out what's actually in the bill that could harm us. Because usually when a bill is presented, especially back in even 1993, why is this bill being presented? Nobody ever asks that in the Senate or the legislature. What they do is they get their marching orders and threats from the Republican Party that you will go along with ABC and not DEF and you will do whatever we say to do Mm -hmm. um, so you can remain in office, maybe swing some... um, Ballots their way. Oh. 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 Oh, yeah. Keep them in office. That's how it kind of works. So, so um, Uh, it's creepy, but I'm just being real. It's, it's, that's how it works. Yeah. Did you know that Utah has a black history museum? No. We do. (laughs) We have a black history museum that now has a bus. And they are traveling Utah Mm -hmm. to promote an appreciation and understanding of black history in Utah. Well, one and a half percent mm -hmm. of Utah is black. I always figure that the apology tour (laughs) always works out great for a state. Yeah. So that they can publicly do that to get some brownie points or something. I don't know what they're edging for, but something like that. Be right back. Hey, Del. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. So happy to be live today. Chris Ann Hall coming up the next hour. And a lot to learn, a lot to learn. There, um, We want to go over uh, in the last hour, too, some of the layoffs that are happening that are very, very quiet. Um, surprising. So, um, And hat tip to TL on that. And uh, so just to start off, I just wanted to say Liberty Youth Academy. They're accepting... Um, enrollment February 15th. Liberty Youth Academy, what a fantastic school. Oh, my gosh. Um, I have a, a grandson that goes there, and he absolutely loves going to school. In fact, wakes up at 5 a.m. <laughs> so he can be ready. <laughs> He's so cute to go, you know? And that's the kind of thing that you want to see. You want to see a kid so excited to get to school, he just can't wait, you know? And, um, and that only happens when they feel truth. 
They understand they're getting truth, love. They're getting um, this. Uh, it's a it's Christian ideals. It's a leadership and classical education, and they're being taught actual skills like how to read, how to actually do math that makes sense, you know, things like that. LibertyYouthAcademy.org. I can't speak highly enough about it. I absolutely love what they're doing over there. And if you don't have kids or grandkids uh, that can go there, um, basically, and maybe they're out of town or something, um, donate to them because they're doing a heck of a job and they're in the trenches every day with these kids teaching them the right things and I applaud it. Stephanie does a great job over there and my hat, biggest hat tip to them. Um, also, ABC Auto. If you're in an accident, let ABC Auto help you because you get to choose your provider. They're going to do all of that for you, the paperwork, talking to the insurance company, everything. And they'll get you back in your car in uh, perfect shape and also safe, ready to go. And they'll even come to your home and do an assessment. They make it so easy for people. So please do that. It's just so great what they do over there. ABC Auto is just a great sponsor of the show. Make sure you use them. Um, So (laughs) I played Soul Man. So there really is a tour, like a like a. We must remember this in Utah. Let, I, let me okay. let me say a couple of things here first. In eighteen fifty, mm-hmm. there were twenty six black slaves yeah. in Utah. Twenty six. Twenty six. Mm-hmm. No, twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. In eighteen sixty, there was twenty six. They got three more. Mm-hmm. And then so, it went steadily down. Yeah, I mean, obviously from there, after it the went war, down yeah. because it wasn't very much longer uh-huh. before it was declared illegal. Right. So there is a gentleman at UVU mm-hmm. who is the uh, he runs the African American Diaspora Initiative at UVU. Okay. And they have a bus that's traveling around Utah mm-hmm. to explain the history of of the blacks in Utah, starting with 1847 when the Brigham Young Party arrived mm-hmm. with three enslaved African Americans. Three. Mm-hmm. Three of them. Right. Are outrageous. Well, so no, I mean it is. No, I know. No, I know. I'm just saying I the history of that. But go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, anyway, I think there might be another side of that. So now he's traveling around the state of Utah on a bus, or they Mm -hmm. have a bus Mm -hmm. that is discussing the black history of Mm -hmm. Utah, and it's interesting because he calls it the Diaspora Mm -hmm. Initiative, and the reality is diaspora. Yeah. What diaspora is is a means a population that is scattered across regions which are separate from its geographic place of origin. Uh-huh. So he's calling this the diaspora initiative, basically saying that African Americans really came from Africa and now they're spread out across the United States mm-hmm. because of slavery. Mm-hmm. Well, in a way, that's kind of true. Uh-huh. But there's nothing stopping them from leaving and going back to Africa if they right. want. That's true. So, why is that an issue today? It may have been an issue you, like, 250 yes. years ago. Right, right. But it's not an issue no, today. No, you're right. No, you're right. You make a great point. So anyway, they have a bus and they want volunteers and money to drive this bus around Utah to explain the history of the Um, huge number of black (laughs) slaves. 
lame because we've we know this history. We've had, so I was we were watching actually Bill Russell, basketball player. Mm. He made an interesting because my husband and I were talking about how prevalent all of this was in the 1930s and 40s here in America. Okay. And, and it's hard to convince people that most of what you saw and when they show pictures and when they show, you know, it's the bus and the restaurant, most of all that was happening in the South, not everywhere else. He even talked about getting on a bus in the, um, in the uh, 40s, getting on a bus and going to L.A. And when he arrived in L.A., he had to learn a whole new country. It felt like a new country to him because the South was so different. The South, um, you know, his he was uh, his father, I think, was forced to eat, eat the dinner in the kitchen area, not in a restaurant, that kind of thing. When they arrive in L.A. on the bus, they didn't have they had combined schools. This is in the 40s. This is before the civil rights era. Right. That's why the civil rights era was sort of like a little bait and switch of a weird affirmative action type. People think that it saved everybody. And it, it, that really it wasn't the case as much as people think it was because the most of the country was like this. In California, they had the schools combined. There wasn't any bus thing. There wasn't a lot of those things that were going on in the South at all. And it, he thought it was crazy. He thought it was so neat, you know, that they didn't have any of that there in California. Well, that's the fact. In yeah. most of the United States at that time, mm-hmm. desegregation was happening naturally. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the Civil Rights Movement mm-hmm. actually brought desegregation back, or, mm-hmm. or segregation back. Mm-hmm. And in the name of we're going to desegregate well it was already happening right it was already it was just like women voting that was already happening but the women champion these these certain women for walking in the street and making that happen but it was already going on yeah wyoming was passing it utah was everybody was starting to pass it anyway as women were owning properties and things were changing here in the united states in that 100 years but in this but in california um, like he had a library card for the first time. He could go in and rent any, you know, take out any book, yeah. do anything like that. And he said it was a whole different world. And it was so awesome. It was just, it, they thought what was going on in the South was going on everywhere because that's what we kept getting told. And um, that was predominantly certain states, Alabama, Louisiana, certain states, Mississippi, that were doing that. Exactly the same as today, where right. we're all being told there's systemic racism oh and we're all God. racist. Yeah. It's not true. Nope, nope. The schools were all intermixed. It wasn't a thing. It, and, and in fact, he was just blown away by it. Um, you can go back and you can look at his story on Netflix and he talks about what mm-hmm. happened there. And uh, he, he really and truly, I, it, it, it's more eye opening. I hope people realize true history because when we say the whole country was the south that's not fair it's like saying poverty we had a huge poverty problem in the 50s no we did not Mm -hmm. they went to certain cities like down in mississippi and louisiana and said oh this is a showcase for the entire country to implement welfare but at the time americans were doing very very well so there wasn't a welfare problem in america they they made one and that was robert kennedy he conjured one up so that they could give their little programs. And then what mm-hmm. happens? They hide a lot of money in those programs. Oh, so they boy. become big money laundering vents like uh, housing. But see, this is what elected officials don't get. They don't, when they, and, and when they do stuff like this guy with this bus thing, they don't understand that. It, 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 you know, it took a while for um, people to get out of the mindset of slavery since it had been going on for centuries and centuries and centuries. Okay. But 
So that's that's always going to take a while, right? You got to change hearts and minds to think differently as people were raised to think a certain way. But it wasn't like what was going on in the South. That was in in a lot of the South. That was well over the top in the big cities and some rural. Yeah. Well, let us not forget Mm -hmm. that in many countries of the world, slavery is still an issue. Yep. It's not like, oh, it's ended all over the world (laughs) because of our civil war. Yeah. No, that didn't happen. There are still slaves in many, many, many nations in the earth today. Right. Not here, though. Mm Mm-mm. Not in this racist country. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing the lies we get told about our past. That's what I think bothers me. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention, too, and I think people might not like my statement on this, and and they're probably going to be surprised to hear it. If the Hilton wants to have a dance for LGBT, go right ahead. I don't care what you do. Will I look differently at the Hilton? I probably wouldn't uh, give them my business a whole lot. I, I think if they're knee deep in that kind of stuff, I I mean, I think personally what I do is take away my own dollars from Hilton mm-hmm. um, because I don't agree with, with some of the things they're doing. And um, they went all in on the masks and there's lots of reasons why. But I know there's lots of people that there's lots of actions toward the Hilton for having this LGBT dance sponsored by the LGBT Chamber of Commerce up in um, Salt Lake. They named themselves Chamber of Commerce. They're not yeah. an actual Chamber of Commerce. Anyway, um, they, they gave themselves that name very narcissistically. <laughs> but um, but they're the ones that are sponsoring it um, and through a thing called Safe Zone or something like that, all LGBT. And it's a, a dance for LGBT at the Hilton, okay? And you have to be on an invite list, the whole nine yards. But here's the deal. I don't care if they do that. It's not on kids' property. It's not on public City not a public park. thing yet. Yeah. And kids aren't aren't present. They they do have it open for teens. You want to have a dance, go for it. What do I believe in? I believe in freedom for anyone that wants to choose what they want to do. They want to have a dance, fine. I don't care. I'm not going. I don't care. If anybody wants to go, great. Have your own event. I am not against freedom. I am not against the freedom to do a party, to do a dance. If I ever get to that point, something might be very wrong with me. <laughs> so but I do dis- I do have a problem when it's on public property, when kids are invited, when it's a bait and switch Santa behind a curtain, when it's those types of things, then I will speak out and have an issue. But I don't care what the Hilton does. I truly don't. So I'm not calling them to tell them off. I, I Who cares? Have your dance. I don't care. Yeah. And if someone brings their minor children... To that event, oh, that's the parents. That's fault. the parent. They're a horrible parent, that's and that's the parents' the fault. fault. But um, that's just brainwashing for the parent. But um, that the parent gets to do, and that's on their shoulders. But I believe in the freedom. If you want, if you want to live whatever lifestyle you want to live, as long as it's not hurting a minor, okay, um, then go ahead, do what you want. I, I believe in the freedom to uh, have your parties and have your events. When events and people are picked to pay no fees over people that have to pay fees, things like that that the city does under Mayor Randall, then I have a problem because then you're looking at some severe problems in abusing government money. 
But that's not what this is. This is a dance at the Hilton put on by the LGBT um, Chamber of Commerce who named themselves the Chamber of Commerce to get that title. You want to do that? Fine. Um, I don't agree with that organization. I think they're a bully organization. There's no reason to be an ally with the LGBT if you print paper, you, you, you do something that has nothing to do with sexual activities in the bedroom. But if you want to go on board with that, go right ahead. I believe in the freedom to do those types of things if you want to. I'm not going to stand in anybody's way. Just don't do it on public property and don't abuse the system like our mayor here in St. George does. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Yep, the vibrations. Man, we had a lot of musical acts, considering the fact that, you know, nobody could succeed in that era, right? Hmm. Well, I was always taught they have rhythm. (laughs) They do. (laughs) Uh, They're awesome. Um, So, let me me say this. I love my sponsors, and you guys know that. Um, you know, Invasion Book, go get that book. That's a great book. Um, it's a quick read, and you can give it out to people that you know. In fact, blanket your neighborhood, you know. Uh, invasionbook.com talks about how cities and states um, infiltrate, just like they're doing right now, where they, they don't know what they're supposed to know, so they, they turn things into avenues to gain power tyranny over the citizens and be their mommy and daddy and things like that. And, and we see a lot of infiltration this way in our cities and counties. This is why it's gotten so bad. See a lot of this within the cities and counties. Um, so that's a thing. And we need to be very, very aware of that. And that's what we fight every day. Pretty much the show is a lot about that just because that's where we're going. Um, with tyranny and um, implementing all these really strange things, you know, facial recognition and all these strange things that are quietly going in. Um, so, um, peanut butter. Uh, there was uh, something about school lunch, wasn't there? I am pretty sure. USDA proposes new guidelines for the student lunch. Yeah, there's uh, and the only real concern, of course, is that they're not going to be able to get the food mm-hmm. to do that. So, um, it's it's another situation where when did it become the schools and the taxpayers' responsibility right. to provide lunch for mm-hmm. everyone? Yeah. Not just the needy. Mm-hmm. That's how it started. Just the needy. Yeah, it started in the 40s. Yeah. But now there's no means testing. Mm-hmm. If you go to school, you get free meals. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's encouraged. It's encouraged. It is encouraged. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know if you heard about this, but based on that same situation, mm-hmm. the the Salt Lake City School District right. has been has declined thirteen percent over the past five years. That school district. So because of that, they're claiming it costs fifteen thousand dollars to educate a child. Now I wonder if that includes the food. Yeah. But but in the rest of the state, the average mm-hmm. cost is twelve thousand. Right. So they're looking at ways to mm-hmm. get more money into the Salt Lake School District. Of course they are. Yeah. So it's going to cost again the taxpayers. Mm-hmm of the entire state. Mm -hmm. Do you remember in the 1800s when we almost lost the country because all the kids were dying because they didn't have lunch? I, I, Do I'm you not remember that? that? It old. was the 1800 <laughs> to 1900 um, big, huge uh, problem in America where all the kids were dying of starvation because they were going off to school and they didn't uh, they didn't get the appropriated school lunch from yeah. the um, teacher in the schoolhouse. And the parents had come to rely on that yes. at the time. <laughs> yes. And so <laughs> the parents let the kids just die because, uh, you know, they didn't eat during the middle of the day. Yeah. Um, so in the 1800s, um, there was never any program whatsoever implemented, and the kids brought lunch from home in a pail, usually a pail of some kind, mm-hmm. or they were allowed to go home and eat lunch and then come back. Um, they had that, too. The schools didn't even have a cafeteria. I know. No cafeteria. <laughs> I mean, what do you do when you're trying to, you know, you're there to teach things um, as far as writing and uh, arithmetic and then you go well my job is school lunch so and, that's kind of interesting yeah. and then it happened yeah. uh-huh. little yeah. johnny came to school one yep. day and at about one o'clock in the afternoon he said teacher i'm hungry yes and they went <laughs> uh school lunch program for all and now all of you are poor yep. and as we go into 2023 i just wanted to let you know all of you are poor and all of you have come to rely on the school lunch that's uh it's pretty pathetic but what do you do hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead how are you Kate? good go right ahead go right ahead so just a thought on school lunch number one you don't want your kids to eat their school lunch because i don't know if you've ever seen or tasted the school lunch anymore the (laughs) fake pizza Um, and the weird hamburger substance yeah i've got kids in there right now and they have been taking pictures of their New phones. Ew. Yeah, ew, I bet. <laughs> the dad phones, and there, it's awful, um, totally awful. Uh, so, you know, you might want to just forego that. The other idea and thought that I've had for a long time is if, as a taxpayer, I am paying for, you know, education, mm-hmm. am I only paying for salaries? Because it seems like even though the kids don't have textbooks, mm-hmm. I still have textbook fees. Right. And I get, you know, that there's going to be some costs associated with whether or not they take woodshop and the cost mm-hmm. of, you know, getting sure. lumber for that class. Mm-hmm. But there are so many things that as a taxpayer, you would think would be included in the taxes that they pay. Mm-hmm. And yet they're not. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's really no incentive to stay in the public school. You might as well take your kid out, either homeschool them right. or find a private school. Right. And you'll probably end up paying less. Yeah. 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 Thank you for that. Thanks for the call. You know, it's funny. You know, they said that back in the 50s and 60s, many children lived in poverty and a hot meal was often not possible. Now, I want you to go back to the 50s and the 60s. We were post-World War II, post-Depression, 
and things actually were on the uptick. People were making about $3,000 a year. And, you know, um, you had a uh, small portion of that going to your home and your car. And lo and behold, people ate. They ate dinner around the table. Did you know that? Yeah. Together? Yeah. They just couldn't afford lunch, but they could afford all the other meals. No, that is not how it went down. In fact, poverty was actually so much more rare that you could find it, like I said, in pockets in certain cities, in certain places. They still ate, though. There just might not have been the availability of some certain foods, but they were actually they were actually still eating. There was no reason, no reason at all for the schools to say, we have to have a school lunch program for those in need because the need was created more or less. And um, when parents can be lazy, I think some parents will be. And then it creates a, well, the school's going to do it. Why do I have to? Why do I have to give lunch to my kid? The schools, that's what the school's for. See, it's really sad. First, they make you dependent. Mm Mm-hmm. And once you're dependent, then you can't live without it. Yep. People were doing actually pretty, pretty darn well. They had grown up in the, so in the 50s, you had grown up with parents who didn't put a lot on credit, who were not used to that. They paid, they saved, you know, things like that. And they lived within their means and you did not see a ton of poverty. It's, it's a real big lie to say that these programs were needed. And the fact that they had to lie to get the programs in. To get them as an institution in the schools is sad. The reason they got away with it was simply because we were so prosperous as a nation, nobody thought they'd miss that little bit of money going to this wonderful program. And they were convinced it was real, so they were convinced that we had poor kids in every school across America. It actually was not the case. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi, Hi Uncle Milton. Hi. Hi. Go right ahead. Um, I heard this yesterday in, a, um, in a, actually a team's meeting, a conference meeting. One of the uh, employees at our company, this is back in, back in Illinois, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're in uh, district, school district U46, which I think is the largest school district in Illinois, but it covers Elgin and a bunch of collar suburbs in the Fox mm-hmm. Valley. Um, she said when they started after COVID, once the schools reopened after COVID, they started handing out like food, all right, mm-hmm. to people, just bags of groceries and stuff like that. It, I was astonished to hear yesterday, this is still continuing. She said, and, and this gal, her and her husband, they're, they're middle-class people. They are not needy one right, bit. Right. Okay. And she says they are forcing this stuff on people. She's getting grocery bags full of staples every week Jeez. from the school. And Weird. it's a gigantic boondoggle. I bet. Oh, lots is, of money well, in these programs. And that's why, that's why property taxes mm-hmm. for education are just through the roof in yeah. Illinois. Yeah, and, I bet. Uh, but, but it just, the, the waste goes on and on. And what's she going to... I don't know. At some point in time, you know, you can be principled and say, well, I'm not going to take it. Yeah. But if you don't take it, it's going to go down to dumpster. Right. What are you going to do? I don't know. You know? I'm so glad you called. You, can't, you know what? You can't fix stupid. You <laughs> can't fix stupid and that the truth. people. What, what are they going to do? Anyway, yeah. interesting, but that's yeah. People's Republic of Illinois. So oh, my gosh. It's all over the place. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Really appreciate your call. This, what he's talking about, comes from the attitude we have today in the United States. That attitude is, I can't stop it, so I'm going to get my share. Yep. 
That's their attitude. Yeah, I can't stop it. So I'm going to get my share yeah. of the bounty. Yes. And that happens with elected officials, too. Oh, that elected official got me a perk, got me something because I belong to a special club or a, mm-hmm. a group in, in the Utah. And they are banking on the fact that you will spread the word about how wonderful they are if you got something personally. And then you tell, I got something personally from that elected official, from something they did. And so, therefore, I like them. Mm-hmm. They, they count on it. Same exact principle. It's... It's uh, it's really it's really irritating and and pathetic. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi, Hi Uncle Milky. Hey. Okay, so, um, they're doing that right here in Washington County School District, like mm-hmm. handing out food, and also, Jeez. um, since I mean, I got an email telling me um, that my kids are eligible for like all this food. And telling me where to pick it up, and it was at a school, you know, um, boxes of food. Wow. And then also... That's under Larry um, and Steve, Larry um, Larry Bergeson, Steve years Dunham. Ago, like, I think in 2021 or mm-hmm. 2020, uh-huh. um, I got an EBT card in our mail with money on it for our kids. Whoa. I didn't apply for it. I didn't do any of that. That needs to be looked into at the uh, Washington County School District, because if Um, they're doing that, that's illegal. But basically, they're saying because my, and and I read the thing, and it said, basically, because my kids are on this, and then I have so many kids in the school, and because the school was out during that time, Mm Mm-hmm. Or they were doing homeschool or whatever they were doing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But Yeah, um, they came up with so some convenient reasons, right? They came up with convenient reasons to sell it to you right. and tell and, you. And the other thing is, is mm-hmm. go back to, like, talking about, you know, this free education, public education that our taxes should be paying for. I pay, like, $400 mm-hmm. every year for textbooks, for lab fees. Right. You know, in intermediate school. Right. Um, why am I paying for that? I thought this was a free education. My taxes pay for that. Uh-huh. But apparently not because. And <laughs> then get also they send home these little, they send home these little notes, you know, saying like to pay um, $5 for your kid to attend a, a play mm-hmm. at the high school or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, mm-hmm. your kid in elementary school. Right, right. Yeah. And they say. You know, to send if you if you can send ten dollars, so that way you can pay for little Johnny over here yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that can't like, afford to go, right? I've got to go to a break, but thank you. I mean, yeah, you're bringing it's up some so great points. Up. It is yep. messed up. It is. Get your kids out of there. It is messed up. Well, I, parents just need to realize that when they pay those extra fees every year for their students. Um, it's because you can't afford to buy textbooks and school supplies and groceries at the same right. time. <laughs> I, it's amazing what they. I, I love it when they have free lunch over the uh, free lunch taxpayer paid lunch over this summer, and you see all the Escalades lined up, yeah. and all of the nice new Tahoes and everything else lined up. All their kids pile out and get free lunch at the park. I mean, can you even? I it's it's mind boggling that people would do that. Look, go get my free lunch. No, that's paid for by all of us, and. Um, some of us over here that understand liberty don't agree with it and what's going on. But this is under Larry.
Larry Bergeson and the school district, the awful school district that just locked your kids, five schools locked down for a simple what they thought was robbery in the middle of town wasn't even near the school same school districts is doing that steve dunham larry bergeson all under their direction it's terrible he should be pulled out of office immediately as a superintendent um because they're encouraging all this food mm-hmm. giveaway all this covid nonsense still you know to this day oh it's a mystery says larry bergeson it's a mystery still i'm sure he's probably still saying that at this point three years later all right we'll be right back with chris ann hall don't go anywhere be right back 